So I'm curious, uh, many of you got a chance to go to, to uh, fall conference and some of you didn't get a chance to, but uh, the ones that did, I'm curious, um, share with us for a minute, what's something that you maybe learned while you were there this weekend? Is there anything that stands out, something you learned? Yeah, Dakota? Jeremiah had a rough life. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah did have a rough life. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Anything else? Something that uh, something that stood out to you from the weekend? Something you learned? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, important seven twice time with God. That's great. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Nicole. Yeah. Yeah, he really was. Learned how he did that. And uh, what went on with him? That was good. Anything else? Anything else somebody learned? Be curious. Yeah, Jack. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. What you uh, what you worship tends to be what you become like. So you want to really watch that. So that's good. That's good. Let me, uh, let me mention one thing um, as we get started. This will probably be announced later. I don't know because I don't really pay attention to announcements like I should. Uh, I know. Shame on me. Um, but, uh, you know, here's the deal. Uh, coming up here really soon, we're going to have uh, opportunity to participate in Operation Christmas Child. And so, yeah, 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 I know. So in case you don't know what that is, you know, like uh, find a shoebox. And then you get a chance to take and fill that shoebox with all sorts of things. And you get an opportunity to really bless someone in some part of the world that you've never met. But you also get the opportunity to really impact their future with that. And so there are like tons and tons of kids all over the world who, as they've received these shoeboxes, they began to uh, get in community with uh, other folks that were there. And many of them have have come into a relationship with God and are really growing in that. And God's really used that to really shape their lives and change it. So I'd really encourage you, um, you know, if you're thinking, well, you know, I think our, I think our whole uh, life group, I think we're going to try to put together a box. And I think, well, put together more than one. Uh, just have a big time and, you know, get out there and get after it because it will be a ton of fun and it'll be something that'll bless your heart. So uh, let me encourage you to do that. That was free. It didn't come with anything. So, um, just that, okay, tonight we're, uh, we're going to start like uh, something we're going to do for a couple of weeks. And um, basically uh, the, the content of the next couple of weeks is we're going to talk about some principles from Scripture and a couple of those. When I was in high school, you'll have to take this by faith, I was an athlete. And um, so back then, you know, we, uh, I played several different sports. Uh, the one that was my favorite was baseball. But I didn't get started on baseball till later on. I mean, I... I played football earlier. I had done some other things, but I hadn't played baseball much until I got into junior high. I began to play a little bit. A lot of my friends, they'd grown up playing baseball, you know, since they were like four. And so they'd played a lot. I, I just hadn't. I just, uh, with our family and everything, we just, we just didn't do that. And so, so I didn't get there anyway. Fast forward to high school, I'm playing. And so one day we come up and we're playing one of our arch rivals and we have a guy that's on uh, on first base, and, you know, the coach is up there, and he's giving me all these signals, and I'm trying to figure out what am I supposed to do. And I'm standing there in the batter's box, you know, and finally, you know, this guy grooves this one pitch in, and I hit it to right field, and it goes out there all the way to the fence, you know, and I come to second base with a double, and this guy comes around and scores, and coach comes over, and he's like, yeah, way to hit the opposite way. And I was like, yeah. 
And I'm like sitting there and I had, you know, and so we, we get through, you know, we go through the game. Later on, I'm standing there next to our center fielder. I was, I was a uh, left fielder at the time. I'm standing next to our center fielder and he was really good. I mean, this guy went on, got drafted into the pros and stuff, but we're sitting there talking. He said, uh, you had no idea what he was talking about there, did you? I said, <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, you know, I, I didn't, didn't know what he was talking about. He said, yeah, I thought so. He said, what he was talking about was you hit behind the runner, you, you hit the ball to right field. I said, yeah I, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, and you have no idea how you did that, do you? And I said, maybe not. Uh, no, I don't. You know, and he said, okay. So he takes me up there to home plate. And he says, now look, it's not this hard. And he starts showing me how you move your feet and how you open your hips up to decide which field do you want to hit in? And I'm thinking, yeah, right. And he goes, and go out. So I go out to the outfield, and he uh, proceeds to give a hitting clinic. He, he stands up there, and then one of the guys is throwing to him, and he goes, okay. He goes, I'm going to hit this one over your head, center field. So I'm playing center field, so I think, yeah. They throw the pitch, and he hits it over my head into center field. You know, and I run out there, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. And he, I thought, well, I was lucky kind of random that he got that he called it and he got it you know that's kind of random i come back in he goes down the right field line he hits right down the right field line then he goes left field he hits it to left field. he called fields for like 15 minutes and just proceeded to hit the ball there every single time and i was just like wow suddenly i come back in i said teach me more and so you know i mean i wanted to learn because what i realized was he knew things about hitting i had no concept of i was a lowly sophomore you know i had no idea and he starts telling me all about hitting. suddenly i mean it's like oh my gosh i would go up to the plate from then on and would think i know what i'm doing you know i actually know where i intend to hit the ball and that was a totally different feeling for me it's it's one of those things when when you understand a principle, what it does is this. It allows you to leverage some things in your life that you could never leverage before. You may have done it randomly. You may have done it by accident. You may have kind of, you know, come upon it. But you actually can do it on purpose over and over and over if you understand a principle. Now, you know, a lot of people are like me. You know, they live life like I was doing there thinking that, you know, it's just random or the person just got lucky or something like that, but there, there's principles involved. And so that's what we're going to look at for the next two weeks. I was reminded of one of these this summer, and that's the one I want to talk about. Now, this, this is not original to me, but I don't know any principle in the world that's original to me. In fact, I'm not sure I ever had an original thought in my life. But, you know, um, like gravity. You know, I thought about that one one time. I thought about inventing that, but it's already been done. And so um, this is not original, so just so you're understanding that, you know, but the principle is this. It's called the cumulative principle. Some people would call it the compound principle. Some people would call it a summative principle. But the principle is this. Small investments over time have a cumulative effect. Small investments over time have a cumulative effect. Now, tonight what I'd like us to do is think specifically about that in regards to time. Small investments over time. So what we would look at tonight is this. Um, Psalm 139, David says this. David says, In your book were written the days that were ordained for me, when as yet there was not one of them. What David is saying is, you know, when every one of us were born, God saw our birth date and our end date. 
He knew all of all the way through. He knows exactly how long you're going to live. He, he's got that all mapped out. Now, just because God hasn't mapped out knowing how long you're going to live does not mean you cannot waste your life. You can waste your life big time. You know, you, you, some of you, you know, you have 20 years to waste. Some of you have, you know, 80 years to waste. But you've, you can waste your life or you can really invest your life. And so the summative principle would say this right here. Small investments of time over time have a cumulative effect. Small investments of time over time have a cumulative effect. In other words, it adds up. It adds up. Now, why is that so important for us? Why is that so important? Well, if you understand it, you can leverage it. You can make great strides in your life. You can invest your time well. If you ignore it or you don't understand it or you don't pay attention to it, you can slowly, ever so slowly, destroy your life and just mess your life up. Now, if you don't believe that, you know, like most of the time we think, we think in terms of like, um, you know, well, that didn't impact me. No, have you ever done that? You ever eaten a cookie and thought, well, that didn't really affect me. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, if all of a sudden you ate a cookie and like your pants just kind of, you're like, oh my gosh, you know, what happened? You know, I mean, you know, if it happened like that, you'd, you'd, you'd get it immediately. you go, I see, I see the connection, you know. But, you know, you eat a cookie, you're like, eh. but you eat a cookie every day. Before long, they roll you in, they roll you out. You know, you're kind of sitting there kind of like, what the heck? You know, I mean, you know, what goes on here? Why? Well, because, you know, you didn't understand the cumulative effect. You know, over time, this makes it the same thing is true with our time. And now... To best leverage the principle, you have to do three things. Three things. One, start investing. Two, start early. Three, do it consistently. Start investing. Start early. Do it consistently. So, start investing. Sometimes the biggest waste of time is just the time in getting started. Have you ever noticed that? Have you, have you guys ever had something and you, like you have a paper due or something like that, and you go, I really ought to get started on that. You know, when's it due? Two months from now. Really ought to get started. And you find yourself saying the same thing the night before. You know, I really ought to get started on that. I mean, you know, it's a research paper. I think uh, probably ought to do it. You know what I mean? And somehow you just don't quite get, why? The biggest waste of time is the time in getting started. Just get going. Start. Start investing. The second one there, you know, start early. Now, why is that? Well, the reason is you get to reap the staggering benefits of this principle if you start early. You know, that's true like in money. If you start investing money uh, at an early age, like, you know, let's say you graduate from here, and God willing, your parents are hoping, you know, you're going to do that one day, and you get out of here, and let's say that when you get out, you know, you actually get a job. You don't move to your parents' basement and ruin their lives for 10 years, but you actually go out and, and you get a job and you're gainfully employed. And so while you're out there doing that, you all of a sudden begin to put some money in, in just a Roth IRA or something like that. And you, you begin to put money in there and you put money in there every single month for like, you know, seven years. And then you turn 29 and, you know, you've decided, you know, by the time you're married and you have, you know, probably little curtain climbers running around. And, and so you, you know, you're sitting there then and you're kind of like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop right there. 
I'm just not going to invest anymore right now because I've got to actually, you know, pay for these little ankle biters. And so you're, you're thinking about this stuff. And so as you're doing that, you know, you're thinking, wow, I hope this works out for me. I hope I survive when I retire. Somebody else, about the age of 29, they go, there was a principal. I, I should have remembered this. Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to invest. So they start investing right then. And they put in the same amount that you did, you know, each year. They put that same amount in. Now, they put it in from then to 65. Now, at 65, who has more money? The first one. You think, no. They only gave for seven years. The other people gave for like 30-something. I can't do the math on that. But they gave for a long time. You know, you're like, there's no way. Yeah, they did. You're like, why? Compound interest. See, it's the thing that, you know, you just keep building up, building up, you make the money, and then you make interest, and then you make money on the money and the interest, and then you make money on the money and the money and the interest. and It just keeps building. And it's the same way with your time. If you invest your time, it does the same thing. Let's say Hoon. Most of you don't know that Hoon really has this thing for seahorses, and he loves seahorses, you know. <laughs> and, you know, he's tried to buy one to ride around campus. But he, he really loves seahorses. And let's say that Hoon decides, you know what, I love them, I just don't know much about them. So he decides every single morning he is going to spend 15 minutes reading about seahorses. You know, he does that. After a week, he knows more than Luke about seahorses, you know. And in fact, you know, he's going around, you know, telling all these people facts about seahorses and stuff like that. And you're kind of going, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. I didn't know, didn't know that, you know. I mean, after, you know, a semester, he knows more than everybody in here about seahorses. After a year, they're talking to him about teaching a class over on Catalina about seahorses, you know. And he just keeps doing that. Before long, you know, you're reading books, and there's Hoon with a pipe standing there, you know, the seahorse guy. You know, and you're going, wow, how did that happen? Fifteen minutes a day reading about seahorses. That's how it happened. It's a cumulative effect. Yeah, Hoon goes, I'm going home to read it. No. Start early. That's the point. Do it consistently. Do it consistently. See, um, let me show you a picture here. This is a guy right here. This is Herschel Walker. Now, many of you, you may not know Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker was a running back. No relation, by the way. Uh, Herschel was a running back from uh, Georgia, and Herschel won the Heisman Trophy. Herschel played football, professional football for like four different teams. He also was a Olympic bobsledder. He also was a MFA fighter. He also, I mean, he's done multiple things. I mean, the guy, he's a track star. He's done multiple things. But look at Herschel. Herschel is one of those kind of guys you think, yeah, he's kind of hit a gym or twice. Uh, you know, look at him. Uh, you kind of look at the guy. Now, here's what you don't know about Herschel. He's never lifted weights in his life. You're like, dude, get out of here. Look, I mean, do you see that? Like his neck attaches to the top of his head. Like, look <laughs> at that right there. I mean, that thing, like, how does that work? You know, I mean, you look at that guy. Well, you know what he did? When he was young, when he was in high school, his dad said, hey, it'd be a good idea if you started doing push-ups and set-ups. So he started doing like 750 to 1,500 push-ups a day, and he started doing 2,000 sit-ups a day. And he just continued that practice on through the University of Georgia, onto the Heisman Trophy, onto millions of dollars in the NFL. 
And people say, you ought to think about lifting weights. Not so much. Not so much. Now, I don't know about you, but I did push-ups once. <laughs> I don't look like that. See, it doesn't matter if you do it once. Once really doesn't matter. You've got to be consistent. You've got to consistently do it. So get started. Start early. Do it consistently. Now, I want you to think about what are some areas that that's true in? What are some areas that that's true in? What are some areas that if you began to make small investments of time over time, it really has a cumulative effect? Can you think of some? For some of you, this is a novel idea, cleaning. You know, yeah, I know. Some of you live in apartments and you think, cleaning? I've heard that. Uh, yeah, you know, if you just made small investments of time over time, clean, I mean, make all sorts of difference. Communicating. Some of you, you know, that would be a really good thing to do. You know, your parents would like that. Your roommates might like that. You know, just exercise. Exercise is one of those things, small investments of time. Over time, you know, you begin to think homework, <laughs> novel thought. Uh, you know, I mean, homework, housework. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of things. Investing, learning, planning, practicing, relationships. Also, you know, spiritually, you begin to make small investments of time in spiritual disciplines over time. It makes a huge, huge impact. You make small investments of time like in scripture memory. You make small investments of time in learning a skill. You make small investments of time in studying. That's all that some of you make is small investments of time. You need to make more of those consistently, you know. But, you know, you make small investments of time in training. You know, you can make small investments of time in a lot of different areas. And if you'll start and start early and do it consistently, you begin to take advantage of this principle and it begins to build up and build up and build up and build up and build up in your life. Now, understanding the principle, it'll really help you. In fact, it can really help you in, in several ways. One, one of the ways is this. You begin to kind of eliminate some of the, uh, some of the kind of the voodoo idea of spiritual disciplines from your life and some of the other things. If you understand this principle, you understand that to miss occasionally doesn't eradicate the process. Any of you ever heard something like this? Any of you ever, or said something like this? Oh, yeah, my week was going really good. And then, oh, missed a quiet time. The whole week went downhill. And you're like, really? Well, I think there's probably more to it than that. You know, no, I don't know. It's just quiet time. And it's almost like God's up there going, yes, yes, no, no, boy, I caught you there. You missed one. Now, we're done. You know, and you're like, really? I mean, stop and think about that. Is that true in any other relationship you have? It's kind of like, well, I talked to my roommate for two days in a row, but then I didn't talk to him very much one day. Oh, we're done. You know, it's like, no. It's just, okay, you missed an opportunity to get to know them better. Same way, same way with this. You know, you, you can miss occasionally. It's not going to make a difference. You know, you can, you can do that. Same way, you know, you're putting money into something. You know, well, if you don't put money in like every single time, well, you can miss once. It's not going to make a difference. It's not going to eradicate the process. Second thing, you begin to figure out when you understand this principle, small days are where the difference is made. 
Now, we tend to think, boy, I'll tell you what, when I get this really big thing happening, that's where all the difference is going to happen in my life. You know, all, everything lines up and the whole universe comes into focus and this thing works well. No, it's every single day you getting up, you making small investments of time over time every single day. And there begins to be a cumulative effect of that. And all of a sudden you begin to see your life changing. Now, what tends to happen is this. Have you, have you guys ever done this? I mean, you probably haven't done this because you're too smart. But, you know, other people, I'll see this. They'll, uh, they'll decide, you know what? I really need to get in shape. So, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really get after it. So they go in and they decide the first morning, all right, I'm going to change breakfast. You know, I think probably, you know, Four donuts is not the best breakfast. You know, I may have to cut that to two. Well, I don't know. I may just have something healthy. And so they decide they're going to change breakfast and they're going to change lunch and they're going to change some things. And they walk in there and then, like, they step on the scales that night and they haven't lost anything. And they're like, well, <laughs> so much for that. <laughs> you know, I gave it a shot. <laughs> you know, I mean, really? And you're like, really? Like 24 hours? Well, actually 12. You know, I mean, you're like, really? You know? And they're just like, you know, they think that, but you know what? That's because you're trying to draw the equal sign too early. If you will make small investments over time and consistently do that, what you find out is this. All of a sudden, about a month later, you look on there and you think, huh, the scale's going down. How did that happen? You know, you, you begin to, you know, study something and all of a sudden you think, how did this happen? I know this better. I don't understand. You begin to put money into the bank instead of continuing to take it out. And all of a sudden you look and you have money in the bank. You know, I mean, it's just the strangest thing how those things over time really make a difference and add up. But you've got to begin to understand the principle and you've got to begin to put it into effect. Third thing, how you use small amounts of time really matter. That's the third thing you realize. Have you guys ever thought like, well... I've just got a little bit of time here. I mean, it's not going to make a difference. I mean, I might as well just make sure that I, you know, have checked everybody that's ever been on Snapchat forever, you know, and see what they're doing today because God knows that'll change my life, you know. And so, you know, you began to look into that, you know, I'm only going to spend 15 minutes. Well, okay, it's been an hour, uh, you know, but you just kind of spend all this time and stuff. We waste so much of our lives with that. You begin to figure out, you know what, your life, if you look at everybody in here and you poll them, you find out there's not that much difference in schedules. I mean, no one's like, how many hours do you take? Oh, 50. 50. 50 units, yeah. I just thought I'm just going to try to get through in one year. Uh, you know, so I'm <laughs> taking 50 units. You know, and you're like, no one's doing that. You check out how many units you taking. Well, I'm taking 16. You know, how many are you taking? Well, I'm taking 18. I'm taking 14. I mean, everybody's taking about the same. You know, they're kind of like in the ballpark there somewhere. Anybody over 28 units? No, I, think, I see no one's doing that. So you, you figure everybody's kind of in the same boy. Everybody's working or pretending to some, you know, uh, in, in life. So you find out, okay, there's kind of a job thing happening. There's kind of class things happening. So What's the difference then between this person who seems so productive and this person who doesn't? It's called free time. What do you do with your free time? Do you invest it or do you just spend it? Do you just waste it? See, if you begin to make some small investments over time, 
with your time, what you find is there's this cumulative effect and it really begins to reshape your life. Many of you, you know, you look and you think, man, I would love to have a relationship with Christ the way I saw like in Robbie when he was talking about something. I thought, whoa, man, I would love to have something like that. You know what Robbie did? Most of you don't know this, but um, what Robbie did was um, he just decided he really, he wanted that. And so uh, he's never really walked with God much, but a month before he came here, he just locked himself up in a room and he spent the whole month with God. That's what changed his whole life. Any of you buying that? <laughs> no. No. In fact, if he locked himself up in a room, he'd probably still be in the room. He'd just kind of baggy. You know, I mean, no. That, you can't do that. You can't make up for all that time by just, you know. Now, you see guys do this all the time. If you don't believe me, go to the gym. And you'll see these guys, oh, haven't been here in three years. And they'll walk in and they decide they're going to put everything on the bar they can possibly put on the bar. So they put all 40 pounds on there. And then they get under there and they start trying to push that thing up, you know. And then they're like, oh, man, oh, I'll be back in next semester. And, and they leave and, you know, it just doesn't work. Why? Because that doesn't work if you want to change if you want to look different, if you want to do whatever, small investments of time over time make a huge difference. Make a huge difference. Now, Benjamin Franklin said this. He said, do not squander time, for that is the stuff life is made of. Bless you. And, uh, <laughs> do not squander time. For that is the stuff life is made of. That is exactly right. You know, that is exactly what your life is made of. It's made up of time. And what you find is this. Now, some of you are thinking, you know, hey, um, Benjamin Franklin, like, you know, that's like an old dude. I mean, that, that is probably like, you know, maybe that was true then. I'm not really sure that's true now. Yeah, it's still true now. In fact, I want you to see a little clip from two people that they're not as old as Benjamin Franklin. You might recognize them. Uh, they own about half the world. So let me let's, let's look at this clip. I also remember Warren showing me his calendar. And, oh, I love this. Uh, oh, you know, I had every minute packed, and I thought that was the only way you could do things. And, you know, the fact that he... Uh, yeah. is so careful about his time. He has days that there's nothing on. That there's nothing Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm trying to show. And it's very high tech. Be careful. No, you might yeah. not understand. I'm going to hold. I'm not going to show the thing. But this is the week of uh, April, of which there are only three entries for a week. Yeah, there'll be four maybe by April. <laughs> File tax. So that taught you what? To, to, not to crowd yourself too much and give yourself time you, to read and think and... Right, that you oh, control your time and that sitting and thinking uh, may be a much higher priority than a normal CEO who, you know, there's all this demand and you feel like you need to go and see all these people. Uh, it's not a proxy of your seriousness that you filled every minute in your schedule. And people uh, are going to want to... Want your time. Yeah, and it's the only thing you can't buy. I mean, I can buy anything I want, the, 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 basically, but I can't buy time. Uh, and, and so to have time is the most precious it's, thing you can have. It, I better be careful with it. Yeah. I, 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 there's no way I will be able to buy more time. Uh, you know, he's really right. 
In fact, in a lot of ways, time's worth a lot more than money. You lose all your money, guess what? You can make more. You lose your time, it's gone. You can't. So small investments of time over time make all the difference in the world. The cumulative principle says this. If you will invest time when you're young, if you'll put yourself in a position to continue compounding the rest of your life, you'll do really well. If you waste your time when you're young, you can't make up for it later because the opportunity to utilize the power of compounding is gone. You can't do it. You can't have like this time later on where you come in and you think, okay, I'm going to go in and have, you know, the massive workout and I'm going to do this. Or I'm going to go in and put all this money in the bank and this is going to really make a difference. Or I'm going to go in and I'm going to really spend time with God. I'm going to have like a nine-hour quiet time. Boy, that will catch me all up, you know. And you're like, no, no, it doesn't. It's small amounts of time over time. Now, a lot of people just fail to realize this. I'll tell you what, the reality is this. Some people will get this in one area and they'll miss it in every other area. There's some areas that honestly, if you miss it in, you're, you're going to make it okay. I mean, like, you know, let's say you, let's say you miss it in yard work. Well, you can always put a new yard in, you know, because basically you didn't lose much. You know, maybe you missed it in cleaning. Well, no one will come to your house because you live in a sty. But, you know, I mean, you know, but you didn't actually lose everything. But you start looking at this thing like spiritually, you lose a bunch. You look at it relationally, you lose a bunch. You look at it health-wise, you lose a bunch. And so you want to begin to think through this thing. You want to begin to think, okay, how do I put this into, how do I put this principle into practice? Two other quick notes about time. One is this. Neglect is cumulative as well. See, it's okay to miss that once. But if the once really becomes twice and really that becomes four and really that becomes six, the negative is the neglect. It's cumulative as well. It begins to add up. Whether that's true, whether it's in quiet times, whether it's in life group, whether it's in exercise, whether it's in church, whatever it is, you know, if you neglect, there's a cumulative effect. Now, there again, one of the reasons we don't get that so often is it's gradual. It's gradual. It's, have you guys ever heard the whole, whole thing about, you know, a frog in a kettle? Have you ever heard about that? See, the whole principle is this. They did a, they did a, uh, thing one time where they, they dropped a frog into a hot pot on the stove and the thing hopped right out. And they were like, oh, there you go. Look at that. Frog's pretty smart. And, uh, you know, then they put a frog in a pot of water and they just began to turn up the temperature a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. Now, some of you from Peter are going, what? They did what? I know, but settle down. They continued to do that until, guess what? Frog just boiled. Right there, frog soup, right there on the uh, stove. You know, I mean, it's just gone. And you're like, how did that happen? Was it a dumb frog? No, same, same frog, same smart frog. The problem was this. When things happen gradually to us, we tend to miss it. 
a, to, a lot of times things will happen in, in such a gradual process with us that we're like, yeah, you know, I didn't, I didn't even realize. I didn't even realize that was happening. And so what you have to do is you have to be aware of that and you have to tell yourself small amounts of time invested over time have a great impact. Neglect over time has a great impact as well, but the other direction. Third thing, last thing. Random has no cumulative effect at all. If you kind of like do something one day and then you don't do it again for a week and then you do it again and then you do it for three days and then you don't do it again for a month and then you kind of do it again and then you don't do it again and you just kind of go back and forth like that, there is no cumulative effect. In fact, actually, there's really very little effect at all. If you begin to think of all of the things that you did instead of what you could be doing, there's no cumulative effect with that either. Like, have you ever thought of, you know, if I were to ask you right now, tell me how you've invested your time when you were going to spend that time investing it in something that was worthwhile. And you go, yeah, I don't know. You know why you don't know? There's no cumulative effect. If all of a sudden it was like, you know, I know. I wasted my time and I came home one day and there was this whole pile of wasted time. And it was, you know, see, then you know, but there's not. There's nothing to show for it. Now, understanding this principle, understanding, you know, the way God has designed life and reality is this cumulative principle. And when you understand that, then you begin to understand, if this were true, what does God have to say about that? What does he look at when he says, and here's what he says, Ephesians 5, 15 and 16. Therefore, be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise, making the most of your time because the days are evil. Be careful how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of your time because the days are evil. See, I was having a chat with a friend earlier today, and one of the things we were talking about was part of this right here, just, you know, being wise. And you know what? The real difference in, in Scripture, in, um, like in the book of Proverbs and in other places, there's, there's multiple words for um, foolish people, the opposite of wise people. Multiple words for foolish people. One of those words is, it's, it's translated a lot of times, simple. And you know what that really means? They don't see the connection between this and this. You know, I don't know what happened. I was just standing there. And then the next thing I know, I was really hurt. Well, what else happened to me? Well, there's the truck. But, you know, I mean, they just, they just don't see the connection. It's like, you know, something happened. I just don't know what it was. Yeah, well, it's a truck. It hit you. Uh, you know, you begin to look at things like that. And that's what happens with us a lot of times. You know, because things are small, because they take time, because it's small amounts of time over time, a lot of times we don't see the connection to what's going on. What he's saying here is don't live your life like that. Live your life in a wise way, making the most of your time. And that little phrase right there, making the most of your time, what it really means, it's, it's a word it means to redeem it, to get the very most out of it that you possibly can. It means it would be like similar to, you know, um, someone's, they, they bought up every lottery ticket there was. You know, they, they got everything. Now, today I was eating with 
in, and we were um, we were over at, at Wendy's because that's where you ought to go for lunch, and and so we did, and so we were at Wendy's, and we had this um, this coupon that they sent us, and they said, hey, one dollar, any size fries you want. What size do you think we got? What? No, we wouldn't do. I mean, we were just like the small, please. Is that what we did? No. I mean, we're not stupid. I mean, we walked up there, you know, yeah, yeah, the large. Uh, and we took that thing and we ate it and we had fun. And you know what? Here's the deal. Why did we do that? Why didn't we go up and just go, hmm, I think I'll just take um, the large. Let me see. Now, the small is normally $1.29, um, but I can get this for a dollar. What a deal. Uh, no, we didn't do that. We said, give us the truck. Back it up right here. You know, that's what we want. Why? We wanted to get as much as we could for as little as we had. You know, we wanted the best return on our investment. That's the idea he has here. He says, you know what? Live life in such a way that you actually make the most of it, that you actually get the biggest return, that you actually buy up the opportunities that I've put before you. Now, men and women, I will tell you this. It's real easy to see opportunities. I mean, opportunities abound everywhere. What you need to see is you need to see opportunities from the lens that God has on life. Because when you begin to see life from his vantage point, then it helps you to begin to figure out, okay, you know, you, you can come back to your room and think, I bought up. 400 opportunities today. Why I was over here doing this and this and this. And I got my name out here at this and this and this. And I added this to my portfolio and I did this and I did this and I did this. But if you neglected the most important things, all you did, you may have been busy, kind of like uh, Warren Buffett was talking about. You know, you may have been real busy, but all you did was waste your life. You spent it. You didn't invest it. When you invest your life, you give it to things that are really going to matter for all of your life and even after your life. You begin to invest it. You begin to really spend time with it. So what I'd like us to do is this. I'd like you to take a few minutes, and I want you to think through which areas of your life do you need to begin to make a consistent investment of time in right now. So we're going to take about two or three minutes. I want you to think about that and take some time and write that down. Which areas of your life? do you need to begin to make a consistent investment of time in right now? So take a minute and write that down. Father, I pray that you would help us to be men and women who live life in such a way that we really do walk as wise people, not as unwise, that we would really buy up the opportunities that you've placed before us, that we would understand the tremendous power that we have in every single day that you've set before us. 
that we would really begin to understand the difference you can make as you uh, work in and through our lives through the small investments of time that we make again and again and again. So, Father, would you, in some way, would you just open up our minds, open up our understanding to where you would really drill that down inside. And, Father, help us then to go about our day as sometimes we're doing things and we're thinking, ah, does this make any difference in the world? Help us to remember this principle. Small amounts of time invested over time have a cumulative effect. Help us to really live that out the rest of our lives. And we pray that, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen.